Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh-oh! Big Sales National Football Show. Appreciate all coming in. Please hit the like button, and I'll tell you right off the top, we are packed. We are absolutely packed. Today on the show, at 4.30, we will have our friend, Hall of Famer Warren Moon. We'll talk some Jalen Hurts. We'll talk some Geno Smith with him. In 5.30... In the 5.30, in the third hour, I should say, at 5.30 Eastern time, we will have former Eagle and four-time NFL Super Bowl winner, Bill Romanowski, will be with us. And we'll talk a little defense with him. We'll talk a little Jonathan Gannon with Bill Romanowski. Get Romo's thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagle defense. Talk to him a little bit about the 49ers. He lives in the Bay Area. So we have Warren Moon for you at 4.30, and we have Bill Romanowski in the third hour at 5.30 Eastern time. So we'll have those two guys for you. All right. I like what what JM said. I wonder what direction Sill's going to go. Well, it's pretty simple. We're going to talk some defense today. Bench Fletcher Cox. It's time. You know what? I had a conversation just a couple seconds ago with with Xander. You know how tough that conversation is to talk about a player who has been so important to the success of a team and to say you have to move on. It's the toughest thing for a fan base. Actually, it's the toughest thing for an organization, especially when you're talking about a player who's a borderline Hall of Fame guy. It's tough. We're not talking about a guy like Ben Simmons who everyone wants to move off of. You're talking about a guy who has been productive, who has been a great team leader, who has been a guy that you've leaned on as your best defensive player for the last, what, 10 years? Fletcher's been a great football player. So before we continue here, I want you to know this. Fletcher Cox is one of my favorite players in the last 10 years at the defensive tackle position, and I think – And look, I'm not quantifying where I'm going with this. I'm just telling you, I've got great respect for him. It's time to go. It was time to go this past offseason. Bringing him back is a Howie mistake. Howie made a mistake. You could have got Akeem Hicks in Chicago for less money. Half the salary, more production. I get he's hurt. I get it. Could have been a whole different dynamic, though, in Philadelphia because why? They have a whole way of preparing for the season where they don't put their guys in harm's way. He may have been healthy in Philly. Philly didn't want to go that route. They wanted to bring back a guy $4 million less. He was scheduled to make $18 million. Howie dropped the ball here. He dropped the ball. He was a free agent. They, they even released him. It's a bad move. And... 
as we're seeing the weeks go on, he's getting worse. He's getting blocked by tight ends. And he's hurting the integrity of the defense, the triangle. Your two defensive tackles and your linebacker are getting smashed. Do you actually think that's going to get better? It's not. Today, we're going to sit on this. How can you stop the bleeding? You're not going to fix this thing unless you want to go out and spend $5.5 million prorated for Adamic and Sue. I don't think Howie's going to go down that route. They signed some 39-year-old, 50-year-old guy. He'll bring nothing to the table. He's going to be a warm body just in case someone gets hurt. He's not bringing anything to the table. This guy's 35 years old. Brings nothing. Don't blow him up to be something that he hasn't been for two years. He's a body. How do you fix the defense? 34-year-old guy. Look, I'll tell you something right now, too. The guys that you've brought in, Undersized Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has been doing exactly what he's done the last three years. You know what that is? Pressure the quarterback and get killed on the run. That's why he's not in Arizona. That's why he's not in Carolina. Why? Because he's a one-dimensional player. You got this guy on first and second down? Seriously. Hassan Reddick on first and second down is a joke. It hurts the integrity of your defense. Undersized players. Playing defensive. I'm going to run at Hassan Reddick every single time. If you look at those Washington commander numbers, they weren't exceptional. What did they do that gave them the chance to win? They won first and second down. Here has been a problem that the Eagles have had for the last year and a half. It's been first and second down. They've been killed. By the way, the statistics and the numbers that that Eagle defense has put up, they're fraudulent. What quarterback in the last two years to date have you played that you stopped that was a signature quarterback? You've played bums. You've played football teams. The Giants were the worst scoring team a year ago. Washington couldn't do anything. They had Tyler Heineke, and that's – look at who you, who you play. I mean, outside of Dak, putting up big numbers on that defense, every quarterback you played against that was an elite guy destroyed you. So the majority of the time – again, this is where I keep telling you, for the last two years, the defensive numbers – they don't really pan out. Your defense, you think your front seven is as good as it was a year ago, or do you think it's worse? I don't know. Sure looks the same to me. Well, we got more sacks. I'm going to throw a stat at you here in a minute. Okay, and by the way, guess who was named the AFC Offensive Player of the Week? Guess who was the Offensive Player of the Week? Jonathan Taylor. And he's coming for you. Here are your last five weeks in run defense. 124, 134, 144. Do you notice something? 168, 152. 
It's progressively getting worse. You guys keep telling me, well, they're going to play their best balls. They're actually getting worse. If you look at the numbers, their yards against when it comes to run defense is getting worse. Per carry's getting worse. 124, 134, 144, 168, 152. You're hanging in that same 150 area now. You're getting worse. You're not going to get better. You are who you are. You think some magic Zen dust is going to fall out of the sky and make your run defense better? Your defense is not that good. Your corners, your secondary are going to break down. They're going to break down. Too much pressure being put on them. You know why? Because the front four can't get home. I've been saying this all year. Here's the two fundamental issues with Jonathan Gannon's defense. The ends can't get home, okay? And you lose first and second down. You're not a good defense. I don't care what the shitty numbers say. You're going to get run on and run on. And if you play this Colts team, you know, I, I heard Barrett say, they're not that great. Neither was Washington. I actually think the Colts are better than Washington. DeForest Buckner can play. Yannick can play. They got a good secondary. You don't really need to have that much to beat the Eagles if you do the fundamental thing. Stop the run. Run the ball. Shit, that's been a mantra since 1920. Okay? Your defense... Here's how I would fix it. Again, it's one thing to sit here and bitch all day about it and complain about it, but not have any kind of answers to how to fix this. Got to come up with a way to try to at least, hey, the offense is, well, the offense now has a major problem. I'll get to that in a minute. You're not going to be able to sustain drives like you did. That thing's over. By the way, I don't give a shit what you say about 8-1. and one. You're fighting for the NFC East now. You're going to drop another game before Dallas. Guarantee it. Here, you've got to figure a way out to stop the run. A 34 defense is not really a run-stopping defense, in my opinion. But you don't have the tackles right now to play 43. You just don't. And Gannon is in no way going to play a bear front. Because when you play a bear front, you're susceptible to plus 25-yard plays. He's never going to do that. And most notably, you know what he's never going to do too? He's not going to do a ton of run stunts. Sky doesn't believe in that. He just doesn't believe in it. Neil says, here's how you fix it. You blitz. He, Jonathan Gannon blitz? Really? Here's something else to add to this dynamic. According to Pro Football Focus, you're the worst tackling defense in the league. How can you be a top 10 defense? And 20th against the run, the worst run tackling team in the league, and you're second in pass defense because you play bums. 
this has not reared its head for the actually the best part of the team is the offense with Jalen. Jalen Hurts in the offense, they are 10 times better than that unit. You're lucky you have them. Yeah, you heard me say that. You're lucky you have Jalen Hurts. Or this thing would be even worse because that defense is not a stopping defense. You get in a back and forth, Tom Brady will annihilate that team. I can't wait to see what Rodgers does with Aaron Jones. Look at what Green Bay's figured out. Got to take the ball out of the hands of Rodgers and have more premium throws instead of him throwing every down. They ran for 200 yards against Cowboys. 200 yards? Aaron Rodgers' offense? They're figuring it out too. Okay? Cowboys play the Vikings this week. Hey, Isaiah, I'd worry about the Colts if I were you. Okay? I'd worry about the team in front of me. Because you're going to have your hands full. You're going to have your hands full. Okay? Razor says I'm full of shit. On what part? Which one? Your suck-ass run defense? Your worst tackling team in the league? Which, which part am I wrong on? Fletcher Cox being crushed, non-productive, and overpaid. Which part of that's not true? Tell me. I'm interested. Tell me. And you're playing against probably the third best back in the league. Tell me what's so full of shit about that. Hassan Reddick on the field during first and second down is a joke. It's a joke. He looks like a strong safety out there playing, and I'd run at that dude every day. Unless you put a box of bricks in his pocket, he ain't stopping the run. I'd run at every single one of those rush ends. You tell me which part, Razor, that I'm wrong on. Your defense is fraudulent. Fraudulent. You know why? You can't do the one thing that's most important. Okay? Stop the run. You're not tough. That's a soft defense. It's soft. Soft. And you can't fix it. Gannon's defense was weak point, not just the players. Players can sometimes overcome a shitty system. We see it all the time. I'll tell you what's wrong with Jonathan Gannon's defense here in a second, but I'll make a point to you. Why do you think Josh Allen is different than a year ago with Brian Dable? Why do you think? Could someone come up? I'm going to give you a coaching lesson on your boy Gannon. What, why do you think Josh Allen is throwing more picks, and most notably in the second half? Why? Anton says, Dan woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You know why? Defense, to me, is personal. It's personal. 
when you score points and run the ball on me. It's personal. It should be taken personal. When you get teams blowing you off the ball and dominating you, it's personal. Because he's inaccurate, dumb take, Solo. Here's why. Josh Allen has a great first half when he's on script. But when they have to make adjustments in the second half, Ken Dorsey's not there yet. He doesn't have the in-game experience to make those adjustments yet to what Josh Allen is doing when he has to go off script. He hasn't adjusted well. And some of those throws into the end zone, why? I'd rather see Josh Allen take off running. I'd rather kick field goal. You kick a couple field goals against Minnesota Vikings, you win that game handily. You're throwing in the red zone in front of DBs that are going to break the route? Dumb. Dumb. I watched the 22 on the Bills. Their in-game adjustments in the second half are terrible. Maniac goes, Sills, let's be real. We weren't weren't dominated by, yes, you completely were. Your O-line and your D-line, they held you under 100 rushing, supposedly the best O-line in the NFL, and they ran the ball for 152 on you. Get out of here, man. And they beat you by 11. You were favored by 11. You were favored. It's a 22-point difference. Huh. William goes, how long, Sills, before the players not accepting Gannon's style of defense? William, I really think they have. I think Fletcher hates it. Asking him the two-gap. He's a penetrating defensive tackle. We barely ran the ball. Shitty coaching. Your coaching also got destroyed. Your coach got destroyed. You know that last touchdown doesn't count. Oh, okay. If you're keeping score, dude, ask a better if that they ask the people in Vegas if they don't keep if they don't count. Eagles ran the ball one time in the second half. Pay attention. I did. Out coached. Out hustled. Out toughed. They beat you in every facet of the game. More effort. Better tackling. Out-hustled you. Out-toughed you. Keep making excuses for losing. you find yourself in the same L category. Gannon won't last the season. Yeah, he will. They love him. 124, 134, 144, 168, 152. You're getting worse. You're, you know, you know what's different? I didn't realize this. You're not going to be playing elite quarterbacks. You're going to be playing elite running backs. The worst thing that could, the worst thing you, I'd rather face Josh Allen. You know why? They don't have a running game. I'd rather face Kansas City if I'm Philly. They don't have a running game. What I don't want to face is Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, even the Bears. 
I think the Bears are two. What? Right? In rushing? That's right. Eight and one. Nobody's getting fired. Michael, appreciate it. You ain't fixing this run defense. Here's what I would do. I'd go to a 34. I don't know if that means putting Dean on the te- on the flare- on the team or in the starting lineup. I don't know. But you got to do something different because your tackles aren't getting it done. And until Jordan Davis gets back, you've got to do something. Either drop a 50 front in there, put a bear front, go to a 34, see if that works. Hardgrave's more of a nose anyway. You've got to do something. Because if you don't, you're going to start losing ball games. You're going to start losing ball games. We're eight and one. Dude, you got beat by a shitty Washington team. Tyler Heineke. To me, that's a sense of urgency conversation. Bro, we're not talking Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or the playoffs here. We're talking Tyler Heineke. Washington probably won't have a winning record by the end of the year. We don't have a nose anymore. Fly, I'm telling you. But again, here's one thing, Fly. You're right. You Hardgrave can play the nose. But Jonathan Gannon's not this smart. He's not that creative. I'm doing things and saying things right here, knowing full well he can't do this. He's not capable of doing this. He's not capable of doing Jim Johnson's style of how do we figure out to put Hugh Douglas in a position to be successful? How can we do that? How can we make Jeremiah Trotter better? How can we do all those things to get all those guys in positions um, to be able to be successful? How can I get Corey in a position where he can be a, a destructive defensive tackle? That guy sits around, and you know what he does? It's like playing with the Rubik's Cube when you're a guy like Jim Johnson or a guy like Buddy Ryan. They sit around going like this. I got all these pieces. What piece fits the best? See, he can't do that. He's a plug-and-play DC. He's got a formula, and his idea is this. It's like a, a recipe. He has the recipe, and he's not changing that recipe. This guy makes lasagna, he's going to make lasagna one way, not 10 ways. He's not changing the ingredients. He's not going to go like this. Let's press coverage here. He may do that a couple times in disguise, depending on the personnel he lines up against too. Okay? But he's he's not that creative. So to sit here and go, he should drop a 34, 50 front, maybe even a wide nine. I don't know. He's not that creative. This is going to be an ongoing problem here towards the end of the stretch run here. Okay? Damon, this is what I'm talking about. Look at what Damon just said. True story. Jim Johnson was out to dinner with his wife, grabbed a napkin, and drew up a play. You could be in a conference. I've been around. I've been around. You guys ever hear of Bud Carson? You guys know who Bud Carson is? Okay. 
You could be in the middle of a conversation with Bud Carson. Bud Carson would go like this. Excuse me. He, he, he would write down a stunt or like a, a, a T stunt or something like that. And he goes, excuse me, what were you saying? In the middle of their conversations, they're thinking about ways to utilize their defense. The problem with Jonathan Gannon, and guys, I want to I walk back something I said. It's not that you don't have good talent on defense. He hasn't put him in the right position to win. He has to put him in the right position to win. Okay? Derek Thomas was not a great run-stopping defensive edge rusher like Cornelius Bennett was. So what'd you do? They made sure that Derek Thomas of the Kansas City Chiefs was always on the weak side, which meant the most he would take on would be tight ends. He wouldn't be taking on like the 350-pound offensive tackles. That's something that Cornelius Bennett can do better. Cornelius Bennett is more set up for that. He's 256, 60, 6'4". Derek Thomas was not that guy. He was a smaller guy. So what did they do? They edge rushed him on the weak side almost all the time. And when they put him on the strong side, on the back side of the quarterback or the blind side, they always made sure it was in the short side of the field. Joseph, hey, Sills, Gannon is not a Hall of Fame coach. Maybe lower your expectations a bit. My expectations have been low. I can't get any lower, Joseph. I never thought this defense was that hot. Except, wait a minute, real back in. Except the corner play. The corner play's been great. The corner plays have been great. They really have. I have no bitch with CJ. Slay had a horrible game. Happens. Happens to Justin Jefferson. Happens to everybody. Bradbury, I think Bradbury last couple weeks, I don't know. I think he's all okay. Your secondary, your secondary's been fine, man. It's one of the best in the league. That's not changed in my view. But they're going to get worn down here. You know what I mean by worn down? Your defense getting run on? And not getting home, dude, they're going to start getting torched by shitty quarterbacks. Seth Joyner for D.C., Eagles would never allow that. They don't want somebody coming in with strong personalities. They don't like strong personality coaches. Some of you were saying, well, Nick is a strong personality coach. Not to the front office, he's not. Nick don't make suggestions. Nick's a politician. The Eagles signed a D to improve their defense. A 35-year-old guy. Good luck. The players failed Gannon in the first half. The players don't believe in Gannon. Joseph can play the nose. We'll see. Maybe. 6'4", 335. Dude, you're asking a guy to go in there and be a slug. I don't know how that's going to play out. I, I just don't. 
Hey, Sills, if we all get food poisoning, we'll can and change the recipe. You got food poisoning against Washington. All right. So we're going to continue to hit on this, but we're going to move off here because I got something else now we're going to go into. We're going to go on the other side of the ball. We're going to go to the offense. Have you noticed something the last two days, what I've done here? And even though it is a narrative on my Twitter page that I've banged on Jalen, I haven't banged on Jalen and I'm not going to today for two days. But yet, it's some sort of narrative that I consistently bang on this guy for what's happened here. By the way, I'm off of Washington. I don't give a shit about that game anymore. I'm talking more about what's gone on in the nine games. So I'm off of Washington. You have to have short-term memory loss. That game's in the rearview mirror. On the Indy now. It's on the Indy. That game's a lesson. The injury now to Dallas Goddard and what impact it has on the offense. Well, here's one thing's for sure. We're now going to find out if Jalen Hurts is going to be able to utilize just Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown's a little banged up going into this game, I think. Because you know why? I'm going to give A.J. the benefit that he was hurt in that Washington game. Because you know why? He sucked. He sucked in that game. So I'm going to give him the benefit. Because he's too good a player, right? He's too good a football player. I agree with you. He's too good a football player. What impact do you think he has? Let's think about that for a minute. He was Jalen's number two target. He's a player that has emerged as one of the top three tight ends in the NFL. And if you want to go further, he's probably the most complete. I've been saying this now for six weeks. He's probably the most complete because you know why? He's a better blocker than Travis Kelsey. He's a better blocker, I think, than Kittle. He's a better blocker. I don't know. You know who he reminds me of? The kid Andrews in Baltimore. Him, those two guys are probably your two complete tight ends. Kelsey's kind of like Jimmy Graham in a way, right? What's the one thing that you always counted on Dallas Goddard? Block and release. This guy had a little Gronk in him. What made Gronkowski great? There were three fundamental things that made Gronkowski great outside of having the goat as his quarterback. I'll tell you what, man. I'd beg Gronk to come and play for the Eagles. He ain't ever going to do that, but I'd have made a call to him anyway and go, hey, you want to play in Philly? How'd you like to come play tight end for me? I'll give you four. I'd rather give him $4 million. They give Adamic at $4 million. I'll give you $4 million right now to come play the rest of the season out for us at tight end. Would you not sign Gronk tonight? Okay. Runkowski six 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 seven. I'd look at I, I if I'm if I'm Howie Roseman, screw Dominic and Sue. I'm calling Runkowski up and go, hey Gronk, I'll give you four and a half million bucks, non-prorated, to play the rest of the season out 
and you could be the number two when when Goddard gets back, who's now been put on IR and he's out four weeks. I mean, he's most likely going to say no. He's most likely going to say no, but I'd still call him and ask him. Finnis says they're not going to lose the rest of the year. (laughs) I would have said that if he got beat by a winning team at least. 85 thinks that the new guy's going to help anchor the defense. That's why a football player who's on arguably one of the worst run defensive teams in the Chargers, you think he's going to come in and help the Eagles. Why don't you guys do a little bit of homework? Do you know where the Chargers are in run defense? They're at the bottom of the league, but he's going to help. Magically, when he puts the green and white on, he's going to magically help the run defense, even though he couldn't help the Chargers out. Okay. Congratulations on that shit bag take. <laughs> he couldn't help the Chargers out. <laughs> yeah. But he's going to help. He's he he's going to help the Eagles out. Okay. He's going to miraculously turn into a younger Fletcher Cox. Jesus Christ. The impact that he has will be this. We're going to find out a little more about Jalen. Okay? Why would Howie sign a guy without doing homework? How's Robert Quinn doing? How's Fletcher Cox doing? How's Hassan Redding doing against the run? How are you guys doing? See, I'll tell you what. You know what it looks like to me? You guys are just getting a retirement fund for some of these guys. Looks like an old folks home. I mean, how many old folks home guys are you going to sign? You got Robert Quinn. You got this guy here who's 38 years old. I mean, Jesus. How many more old guys? Yeah, I'm sure old guys are going to help you out. Good night, almighty. Unbelievable. By the way, Big sales quarterback rankings are today. Week 11 of the NFL. We have the top 10 picks in the upcoming April 2023 NFL draft. Hertz is not a pocket passer. This just then. Great take. He just gave them a bigger body. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, He'll help. He couldn't help the Chargers, but he's going to help the Eagles. (laughs) Uh, Dallas Goddard's loss is enormous. Now we're going to find out if this guy could carry a team. You got the Colts. Would you? Hey, how about this? Could somebody tell me what the point spread is in this game? Because I'm clearly going to take the Colts if it's over seven. If it's over seven, I'm taking the Colts in this game. Oh, um, my prop bet, my prop bet with Jonathan Taylor and their line I would probably say 138, 140 on the ground. I'll take that bet too. Somebody tell me what the point spread is in this game. Guarantee you, but it's six and a half. 
I think the Eagles can win by that. Let's see if it, it gets bigger by the end of the week. It's six and a half. Okay. It's our front formation that isn't working. Gannon doesn't know how to use the line. He's a former DB coach. Sway says, I'm convinced you covered the Eagles to talk shit. Boy, Sway, who talks to you mostly when it comes to the Eagles in your market? Cheerleaders? (laughs) So you like listening to people who don't tell you the truth. Or wait, I know what it is because Xander says this all the time about me. I use these punch words like never, owned, dominated, outcoached. You see, those other places, Eagles would be calling them. You know, this guy's being a little harsh to my guys. You know, you're right. Dan Cilio, please come to the principal's office. Do you think you could be a little kinder on the Eagles, please? I mean, some positive talk. Positive talk? Last five weeks, they've been destroyed on the run. What do you want me to do, lie? No, and then my wife has to come in and go, you know, you're going to have to start bullshitting a little more. So, you know, you want to keep your job. Don't worry, my aunt, after every show, do you think you're being a little too hard on him? I don't know. I'm just being truthful. Yeah, but you know, some not, here's my aunt talking, but not everybody likes to hear the truth. Oh. You get tunnel vision? What the hell do you think an NFL season is, JM? It's one week at a time. You have to have tunnel vision. Because if you don't, you're going to be thinking about Washington rolling into Indianapolis. Dan's a shock jock. I have no idea in my 35 years what that's ever been. Shock jock. I have no idea what that means. You know what I found out controversy means? Telling the truth. Telling the truth. Yeah. Controversial? You think I write down all these things and you think I come up and go, hey, this will really get them. (laughs) Get the wrong guy. Don't talk like that. I'm not that smart. Linville Joseph. Six four three fifty. At the very least, will command double teams. Really, he got crushed with the Chargers. Crushed. <laughs> let me let me let me take a look at where the Chargers are right now. And run defense, if he's so good. What is the ranking for the San or excuse me, San Diego? What are the rankings for the rush defense for the Los Angeles Chargers? By the way, the best rush defense can't be the 49ers, is it? Oh, it is. Do you guys play Tennessee soon? Holy shit, they're second. Wow. Indianapolis is 10th. Interesting. 
Wow. And the Chargers are 30th. Yeah, real helpful. Real helpful. 32nd and run defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll help. <laughs> Another dumb sign. Ninth best all-around defense. Yeah, because you know why? All you have to do is run the ball on him. You don't have to throw it on him. Okay? My point is, he hasn't played this year. He was on the shittiest defense, run defense. Don't you think the Chargers would have kept him? If he was a productive D lineman? Oh, oh, okay. He took the year off, so he's probably better. <laughs> Dude, please. What's his name? Linville Joseph? <laughs> Thank you. I'll have another. What a dopey sign. Go get Sue. Spend the five and a half million. Go get him. Look at Howie being cheap again. Frugal. Total dumb sign. The guy was a turd last year for the Chargers. <laughs> but he's going to help the Eagle front and their rush defense. How do you look at that and say just because he's changing zip codes that all of a sudden he's going to turn into this guy? Hey. The dude hasn't – I know the dude hasn't played this year. He's been on the street. The Chargers had him. Don't you think if he was good, they would have kept him? Dumb take. No. Dumb, okay. Hey, gaming, dumb take, shitbag sign. <laughs> Sills was drooling over, yeah, Robert Quinn can't be utilized correctly. Why? Because you're getting destroyed on the run. Dude, I had the numbers. I had, hey, hang on for a minute. I had the numbers for Washington. Let me show you this. Show me where a guy was really like sensational in that game outside of Terry McLaurin. Let's see. Tyler Heineke, 17 to 30 of 20, 29. 211 in a pick. I don't know. I wouldn't say that that's an all-star game. Brian Robinson, 26 carries, 86 yards. Not exceptional. I mean, where, where did they win? They won by controlling the ball with 49 carries. They didn't even have to have big time performances from it. My point is they didn't have any, they didn't have to have anybody. The Colts don't have to have spectacular performances to beat you or to beat your defense. They don't. These guys didn't. I don't see Tyler Heineke with 311 yards and three touchdowns. Or a guy going for 148. It was collectively done. Keep your offense in third and short. Run the ball on Philly and you'll win. Totally a remedy. Totally a remedy. 
Joseph had 57 tackles and a sack and a 3-4. And they sucked a year ago on the run defense. They sucked. They were 30th. Anton, 20th. But the Eagles do have to turn the ball over three times in order for most teams to beat them. Well, you don't have Dallas Goddard now for a month. Let's see what that – here, here. How much of an impact do I think that has on Jalen Hurts and that offense? Enormous. Security blanket's gone. Could always go to Goddard. You're going to be almost like you were a year ago. You better hope AJ doesn't like um, hurt himself or something or like jam a ton- uh, uh, his tongue on a cup of soup or he doesn't like, you know, I don't know have a headache or a migraine or hurt his finger or something. <laughs> you know, you, Hey, I'll tell you what, one thing that guy ain't like T.O., he ain't that when it comes to toughness. No, no. Guy sprained, guy twists his ankle and the guy folds like an armchair. Yeah. T.O. plays with a broken leg. <laughs> 14 catches, 140. I don't know. T.O. was a beast in that Super Bowl, man. Too bad he had a a quarterback named Donovan Magnab. Sorry, I'm going a little sick. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry about that. You know, T.O., you know, anytime that you have Donovan Magnab. Oh, I did it again. I'm sorry. I don't know why that last name makes me vomit like that. Judge, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know what that is, but every time I say Donovan McNeil, I I get a little nauseous. I don't know. Chills, you think Terrell Owens would be a beast today? Wait a minute. So you can't chuck him or you can't jam him or you can't touch him down the sidelines? Terrell Owens would be undefensible. Undefensible. The blocking will be missed by Dallas. Dude, his his production will be massively missed. Now, here's what I would do. Did you ever think maybe implementing some screens? Or are we incapable of doing that? How about throwing the ball to your backs to compensate for the loss? You know, the kid, Miles Sanders... Am I wrong? Could somebody help me out here? What was Miles Sanders' catch total his rookie year? Could somebody help me on that? Because I could have swore he had a boatload of catches in his rookie season. Instead of figuring out, put the blocking tight end in there, okay? Put the blocking tight end guy in there. Start throwing some screen passes. Your backs are a non-factor in that aspect of the game. Okay, throw to your backs a little more. Come up with a different way to compensate for some of those numbers. Could somebody tell me what he had in his rookie? Because I, I could have swore when Sanders came out of Penn State, I could have swore he had, he had some pretty good 
um, numbers when he caught the ball his rookie season. Okay? I But, hey, yeah, but Gainwell, come on, man. Gainwell, Myers, Miles Sanders. I need Miles Sanders on the field more. The guy's production that has to go up is Sanders, not Gainwell. Okay? I want Sanders to get the ball more. He's better in open space. I would, I hey, or if you want to do this, drop AJ in the slot. Put Quez and put Devontae Smith. Put Smith over on Y. Put Quez on Z. Do that. Do some, You're going to have to come up with a way to compensate for the lost. So wait a minute. Miles Sanders had 59 catches for 509. What happened? What happened? How did that get away from the offense? How did how did how did a guy who had 60 catches his rookie season? Is that true? Miles Sanders had fit had 50 catches for 509. Is that true? Sway goes, bro, the offense isn't the problem. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be. That thing has to be. Your your center's hurt. Your left tackle's hurt. Your tight end's out. Your number one wideout is banged up. You think this is going to get better as the season goes on? Can I tell you what another fundamental mistake that the Eagles made? Why don't you sit Jordan Mulata for a couple weeks once he hurt his shoulder? Instead, you know what you've done? You've allowed this guy to play the entire season at 70%. And good edge rushers are beating him. So they figure, I'd rather have a 70% Jordan Mulata than Jack Driscoll. And you couldn't put Andre Diller out there because he was hurt. And so you've got a left tackle playing at 70%. You could see it when you watch the 22. It's not that good right now, especially with the big speed edge rushers that get to his outside corner. He's not very good at it. Then I'm assuming you'll get to the point that the Eagles suddenly are doing what they did at. Uh, hey, I think everything's catching up with them. I think these next four games, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know, how far they'll go in the postseason. But you're eight and one. Keep hanging on that. We'll see what happens Sunday. Short work week, banged up football team. You lost a star receiver. Your defense is getting plowed. By the way, this ain't a four-quarter issue. Let's see. Eight, 16. This is a 20-quarter issue now. 20 quarters. You're giving an average of 140 yards rushing up. (laughs) Eight and one, baby. Funny. You don't look like the best team in the league. Linville Joseph, 62 tackles in 2020, 
playing on the shittiest run defense in the league, Razor. I don't. He had 62 tackles on the 30th-ranked run defense. (laughs) Congratulations. He piled up a lot of stats so much, they dumped his ass. Congratulations. Great sign. Go go ahead, Howie. Another turd sign. Linville Joseph, 38 years old, 62 tackle seals in 2020. Wait a minute. It's 2022. You're giving me stats from two years ago? (laughs) Woo, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, two years ago, stats. Congratulations to you. Well, he was a hell of a player when he was 36. (laughs) Oh, man. So you gave Fletcher Cox 14 and a half million. Why? Well, because, you know, hey, hey, Xander did it for me, and he's right in a way. Says, I can't talk shit on Fletcher. I get it. I get it. That's why I'm here. Move on. It's the NFL, man. Don't ever get tied into the name on the back of the jersey. Nobody cares. That's what the Patriots do. They make the tough cuts. See you later. Chandler Jones, even. They shouldn't have moved off him. Belichick said, screw it. I won three more Super Bowls. Richard Seymour. My boy, Fletch. I know, man. How you doing? (laughs) I haven't seen a guy. The the guys, you know what? Seriously, you know what he should do at the link right now? He should sell, like, tickets at the turnstile. Because I can't tell which one's the turnstile. Fletcher Cox or him. (laughs) I mean, he's a turnstile. It's what it is. Happens. Once again, though, I want to do show respect for him. We be kidding aside. Fletch is getting a green jacket, dude. Seriously, it's two, six Pro Bowls? I don't know. You could make a conversation Hall of Fame. You could make a conversation. Who was the second best defensive tackle during the Aaron Donald era? I don't know who was better, Adamic and Sue or Fletcher Cox? Probably Fletcher. Sue had that one huge year where he had 10 sacks um, in Detroit. I think Fletcher Cox is a borderline Hall of... I would make a case for him. I would make a case for him. He's a great football player. Cox was never meant to play 70 snaps a game. Who is today? I mean, by the way, this is one of the arguments I've always had, even with Xander, and I've had it with Sapp. Aaron Donald, do you see what he is doing right now this year? He's getting destroyed on the run. Run at him. He ain't that hot. Playing run defense. Watch this. He's on a football team right now. That's getting annihilated against the run. And he's got, he's going to have his stats, eight TFLs, 11 or 12 sacks. But it, it's like Kirk Cousins stats. It's what you guys tell me, even though Cousins is uh, eight and one now. Turnstile, Casby. 
You must be under, dude. Never fall in love with your with your players. Fall in love with your team. Okay, then you never get your little hearts broken, where you have to have a tearaway jersey on the back with the name on it, and you could just keep the jersey Eagles. This is about the emblem. It's not about the player. No one cares. Owners don't. GMs don't. What, you think Howie Roseman does? Howie likes to save face, or he wouldn't keep Jalen Rager. He's a turd. Hartgrave needs five more sacks to pass Andy Harmon for the most sacks by a TT in Eagle history. That's awful impressive. It really is. That's awful impressive. I actually like Hardgrave. I think he makes a little too much money, 12-9. I mean, am I getting the production out of him? He was Casper to ghost too, man. You could have put him on the milk carton too. So how about this? We take a look at this. How he's signing how, um, Fletcher. Bad move. Robert Quinn, I want to see a little more. Hassan. I know why that guy's got his third team in three years, man. He's a shwimp. He's a shwimp. Hassan Reddick, seriously, when I see the kicker out there and I see Hassan Reddick, I can't tell the difference. I just, I think he wears a size nine foot. ESPN Allen not beating Nick. <laughs> oh my God. I never, wait a minute. I never thought of this. The Eagles are playing against Dan Cilio on Sunday. Jeff Saturday was in a booth or he was in a studio two weeks ago, and he was talking shit, actually, on the Raiders. I've never seen a guy post something on a Twitter page, call the Raiders out, and then go beat them. (laughs) Okay? Yeah, I think the guy, I, I, I think Hassan Reddick has a size nine shoe. Sounds like you like Hassan Reddick. <laughs> I would never have signed that guy. Seriously, really? He needs about 72 White Castles in his pocket. Okay, some bricks for sh- shoes or something. He's not very big. Hurts got bad at home on Monday night. Well, we'll no, no, no. I'm, I haven't said anything about him yet. Oh, we're going to get there, though. Top of the hour. We got the quarterback rankings. 124, 134, 144, 168, 152. That's the run defense. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week with 22 carries for 147. He must be licking his chops watching that game film. He must be licking his chops. I can't wait to get in there and play. (laughs) 
I can't, he must be good. Dude, he, he must be licking his chops. He must be just going, oh, this is going to be another great week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals are worse without Hassan Raddick. Explain that. Really? I don't think they're worse. I don't think they're they're he what impact did he have on them? They they let him go. Then 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 he had to go to Carolina and his college coach let him go. Did you ever want again? Do you ever wonder why? You didn't wonder why. That be that be that, that would be like letting TJ Watt go to three different teams because you can't play the run. TJ Watt's not a demon on the run, but he can play it. Two weeks ago, he was doing Saturday A list. <laughs> Anton, can you imagine this? So this guy's working at ESPN. Um, um, Jeff, we have a call from you. It's Jim Ursay. Hey Jim, what's up, man? I know I'm a consultant there for the team. What do you need? What am I doing? Um, we're breaking down the third quarter of the Raiders and the um, Charger game. Yeah. You want me to coach the team? The head coach. You want me to leave my job right now and be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts? <sighs> Let me call my wife. I'm taking it, but I got to call my wife. Excuse me. ESPN, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm co- I got a head coaching job now with the Colts. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't let... Yes. I know we got the Eagles on the horizon. I'll beat them too. <laughs> Holy cow. You guys are going to get beat by Lee Corso. <laughs> hey, don't let Lee Corso beat you, man. Holy shit. Warren Moon, 4.30 Eastern Time. Bill Romanowski, 5.30 Eastern Time. Seriously, guys, you can't let Lee Corso beat you. He can't. Oh, my God. Jeff Saturday is playing with house money. Ursay wants him to ram the shit into the show. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, one game don't make you a coach. And Jim Ursay, he must be all popped up again. Yeah, man. You know, my guy, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Here's Jim Ursay at night. I told you. <laughs> What's wrong, Jim? I think I took too many oxys. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Have some whiskey. Yeah, that's always good to wash it down. <laughs> what a train wreck of an organization. So you've had two train wreck, or actually three, the Texans, the Commandos, or the Washington Snyders, and now you've got the Indianapolis Ursays. Holy cow. So you had a maniac who sexually harasses women in Washington. Now you got the pill popper, and the Houston guy, you know, they say things about him and how he thinks about, you know, certain folks. That's Bob McNeil. Inmates running the asylum and all that, you know. Don't lose. Hey, don't lose the lead Corso. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, 
Week 11 of the NFL. Also, my Big Sills top 10 quarterback list. Where does Hurts sit in this? I'll tell you. We'll do it next. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers. Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Sales National Football Show. Appreciate you coming aboard. Thank you guys so much. Warren Moon will join us at the bottom of the hour. I have my top 10 quarterback rankings. I do it every week. I want to get to it here in a second here. Tom Brady is coming. Do you really still think you're going to beat Tom Brady in a, in a divisional round playoff game? Do you really believe this? You better get home field. I wouldn't want to see 
The Eagles have to go down to Raymond James. Looks like Brady in that offense is getting healthier. Uh-oh. Do you truly think you're going to go in? You better not drop any more games. Giants are right there. You want to know what good coaching is? Look at what Brian Dable's doing with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Here's Xander, home field or not. I don't want nothing to do with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Man with common sense there. Yes. I'll, I'll take Jalen over. No, no, no. It's not Jalen. It's Jonathan Gannon versus Tom Brady. Really? <laughs> Say it with me. Say it with me here. Jonathan Gannon versus Tom Brady and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Odell Beckham Jr. Say it with me. Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Odell Beckham Jr., and Leonard Fournette. Say it with me. <laughs> um, say, it, say it with me. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, so fully healthy? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Let me get... To the big sills. Top 10. Quarterback rankings. Heading into week 11. Number 10. The greatness. And I mean the greatness. Of Kurt Cousins. Great win. He's 8-1 and one on the season. He's right on the heels. He's right on the heels, surely, of the Philadelphia Eagles and Kirk Cousins and his 8-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. For the first time in a couple weeks, a couple names have come back to roost. Number nine, Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the GOAT. That's probably going to be as much as going to be said about Tom Brady when his Hall of Fame conversation is in front of all the voters. Some guys is probably going to stand up and go, Tom Brady, and then sit down. I don't think he has to say anything else. Number eight, Aaron Rodgers. I think they've figured out a formula. You know what it is? Throw the ball less. Run the ball more. It's working. The teams that figure that out are going to go far in the postseason. Look at the teams that are turning it around. Bucks and Packers. They're not doing it in the air. They're doing it running the ball. We cooked them already, Philly says. Yeah, and you got your ass kicked by a shitbag Tyler Heineke. Congratulations to you, Philly. Minnesota beat them. Can't use that as an excuse anymore. We beat them. And then you drop to a third team. Number seven. Geno Smith. How about the 
How about the people in Seattle and Pete Carroll and Geno Smith's folks are now talking short-term contract? How about that, man? Good for Geno Smith, man. Number seven, Geno Smith Seahawks. He's had a hell of a year. Number six. By the way, we're going to talk to Warren Moon about Geno Smith here in a couple seconds at the bottom of the hour. Number six. Tua Tucker Viola. Bro, he's in the conversation for the most valuable player award. He's playing great football. He really is playing great football. So here are my bottom five in the top 10 quarterbacks of the week. Kirk Cousins. Tom Brady at nine. Aaron Rodgers at eight. Geno Smith at seven. Tug of Iola at six. Now, top five quarterbacks, according to Big Sills, heading into week 11. Number five. Love this guy. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals. Number four. Lamar Jackson, also in the... MVP conversation. Here now are your top three. It's with great respect. And it's with great reverence, these three players heading into week 11. Can we get Sills' tears to rival Nick's tears? (laughs) Number three, the greatness of Josh Allen. Number three, Buffalo Bills. Now we're in the top two. To me, this guy here is just having a great year. He is having a great year. Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles, number two. And number one is Patrick Mahomes. 2,900 yards heading into week 11 already. This guy's on pace for 55 touchdowns. Unbelievable. Here are your top 10 quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, 10. Brady, 9. Rodgers, 8. Geno Smith, 7. Tug of Iola, 6. Burrow, 5. Lamar Jackson, 4. Josh Allen, 3. Jalen Hurts, 2. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, number one. There are your top 10 quarterbacks heading into week number 11. Brady and Aaron Rodgers have not been on that list in about four weeks. And now they're back in, and now they're starting to get healthier. 49ers are starting to get healthier. Hey, man. 
even after the loss, I actually moved Jalen Hurts up. I didn't think Jalen Hurts cost that football team that loss. He didn't play his best, but that wasn't on Hurts. was the shitty front seven of the Eagles getting plowed again. It was the receivers not showing up. It was A.J. Brown having a hang now, or whatever the hell it was. Thanks for the loss, Sills. I was shocked that Washington scored more than 17 points. What are you talking about? He mocked Moon in that whole offense. What Moon? Warren Moon's my friend, jackass. I thought this was a passing league. No. You think it's a passing league. It's a running league. Oh, Anton. Two is undefeated beating everyone. 45 passing touchdowns. Here's what's going on here. It is a passing league because that's what betters and you guys like. But the teams that – how do you think the Tennessee Titans stay in competition and stay in the mix every year? Why, because they have a prolific passing game? I mean, do you know how hard it is to find five guys to pass block today, let alone find a quarterback? Most old linemen would rather run block. You get a couple good guys that can move the chains – and you get a productive running back, you're going to be in every football game. That dynamic has not changed in over 100 years of football. The two things have not changed. Stop the run, run the ball. The Philadelphia Eagles are built off that. They're not built off this so-called fantasy passing attack. The Eagles don't have a passing attack. It's an effective attack. But they're based off the run game. Everything is centric around the run game in Philly, not the passing game. And if you start believing that, you're going to get more L's this year. You're not a passing attack. Well, we're number two in this. (laughs) You've played dog shit teams. Just like your defense. Those numbers don't add up. Well, we give up this amount of points. Yeah, because you play non-productive offenses. And when you do play against a coach that knows what he's doing, they're going to beat you. Your front seven's not that good. It's not. You think this front seven's better than it was a year ago? Where? (laughs) Hassan! (laughs) Hassan! Where? The Eagles have an analytic attack. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk to Warren Moon about this. I can't wait. J.M. Gosils is too stupid to see the Eagles haven't tried to develop the passing attack in the past two weeks, and it cost them the game. Try to develop it? What are you talking about? Trying to develop it. Trying to develop a passing attack? How? With one guy? 
You have a one-man attack every week. Goddard, AJ. Goddard, AJ. It ain't. Do you see what Tua's doing in Miami? They're feasting off everything. Shit, you could have three wide receivers down there or two wide receivers. Can you imagine if Odell Beckham gets down there? Holy cow. That would be unbelievable. If Odell Beckham goes down to Miami, Tua's going to spread that shit all over the place like he's at Alabama again. And by the way, the reason that they sat Jalen Hurts in Alabama is because he couldn't do the shit that Tua does. Xander, am I right when I say this? Judy, um, Ridley, Judy Ridley, I think, I, I, I want to say Devontae was a, was a freshman, and I think Waddle was there. Okay? I think, so he knew how to spread them all around. Jalen's never been that guy. He'll, he still isn't that guy, actually. Devontae will have 150 on Sunday. Well, I sure hope he picks it up because the last four weeks he's not. He's been terrible in yards. Not his fault. Quarterback can't find him. Maybe now with Goddard out, well, then again, they're going to have to find him. With Goddard out, he's actually done nothing the last month. Has Devontae Smith. Nothing. Yeah. Let me double check that. Let's see here. Let's see, Devontae Smith. Bill wants it. Bill Romanowski, hour number three at 530. Wants to talk something else here. Devontae Smith stats. Let's see what he's doing. Whew. These are some big time. Look at this here, man. So here's the last four weeks of Devontae Smith's numbers. 39 yards, 22 yards, 23 yards, 44 yards in the last month and two touchdowns with a combined 18 catches. I mean, I mean let, let me double check that. I got to make sure that I, I got to make sure I'm right on this. Let's see. 18 catches for, let me see. I, can I add this up here? 39, 22. I mean, there's really not a lot to add. 23 and 44. Okay. Thank God he's over 100 in the last month. Okay. So he's got 128 yards on 18 catches in the last month and two touchdowns. Horrible. Don't tell me you're of some passing offense. No, but he'll have a thousand yards this year. How? How? You don't get him involved. Waddle has a quarterback. Smith's a third option. What'd you expect? No, you guys told me you're going to have three wideouts with a thousand yards this year. Jalen, so you guys still sold that Jalen's going to throw for 4,000 yards this year? So Goddard's out for a month. This guy here is not productive at all. You got to hurt AJ. 
You still think he throws for 4K? You still want to put that bet out there? You got 4,200 yards and 35 touchdowns. You still want to put that out there? Okay, Jones. Yeah. You guys still think this is going to work like that with 4,000 passing yards? Okay. 4,250. Oh, really? Hmm. If I were you, I'd worry about that run game getting better. He ain't throwing for 4,000 yards. Man, what are you, crazy? Nobody told me that? Are you crazy? I had everybody telling me 4K, 55 touchdowns, 900 yards rushing. Shit, man, we were going off the we were going off the page here. Everyone's telling me first four or five weeks of the season, you still want to go there, Sills? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but now you know what we'll do? We're going to go back to total touchdowns rushing and shit like that. You better hope he gets a lot more rushing touchdowns. My bet is that the Eagles go back to pounding the rock like last year. Amen. With Goddard being out too? You bet. Why not? It's the strength of your team. Remember I told you at the beginning of the year, they're going to end up resorting back to what they are. Not what they want to be. You see, the passing game now gets stunted. Why? Because Goddard's out. you got to adjust. That's what the league is. When you lose components on your offense, war of attrition. You see, the thing that the Eagles have that's great here is that they can do both. So with Goddard going out, run the freaking ball, man. I, I heard Baird Brooks do something on Sports Take. Like this, watch this. I'm going to say it, man. Excuse me, Aunt Betty. Fuck the Colts. Run the ball. Smash their brains in. Take that game from them. Don't give them hope. You start jacking around, throwing the ball around, and you start getting three and outs like you did against Washington, you're going to get beat again. Pound that ball, man. Pound that ball. Get back into third down. Have Jalen run the freaking ball if you have to. Get back into that. Jalen's not running as much. You need him now. Because you've lost a big, a big piece of your passing game. Your passing game's not the same now. It's not. The guy who kind of like owned that zone space in the middle of the field was Goddard. He's gone. That's out. Because so when you're a D coordinator, and I don't have to do this, watch. What are the components that I have to do against the Eagles? Here's what I do. Set the edge. Don't let Jalen break, break down the edges. Stop the run. But before I had to do this, that damn Goddard coming off the line of scrimmage, he's a weapon. He was almost undefensible because there's so few linebackers in the league that could that could stop a guy like that. His size, his strength, his separation ability, his run after the catch. He drops a few more passes than Zach Ertz, but he's better. He's a better player. A better player. Hey, hey, Xander. Um, Warren has to do 145. So um, just tell him that it's cool. 
It's cool. We'll do 145 with him. Um, yeah. Get back to running the ball, man. I th- no question about it. Okay? They got to get back to doing this. Because look at the gauntlet of teams that you have with backs coming into the game. And you see this number here? Let me tell you what a coordinator's doing. Indianapolis Colts are doing this, and Jeff Saturday's doing this. Jeff Saturday's a former old lineman. He knows this. He's going to go into that defensive meeting, and you know what he's going to say? This team's getting tired. You're getting tired because you're older in the middle of the defense. T.J. Edwards was terrible in that Washington game. They're getting tired. And you go like this. Sills, how do you know that the defense is getting worn out? Easy. Look at the production. 124, 134, 144, 168, 152. You're starting to get worn out. Okay. Starting to get worn out. You're getting tired. And can I tell you something else too? What I think the problem, can, tell me if you guys, I'm, I'm going to throw a stat at you. And I want I want you to guys to tell me if you buy into this. I was told this by Dave wants that and Butch Davis and Jimmy Johnson when it came to defense. Their philosophy was this, and they had a young team. Do you know that they worked their defensive guys harder towards the end of the year? And do you know that they performed better in stopping the run because they worked harder? The year previous, they did, the two years previous, they did a stat that the more they laid off and not having hard practices inside drill, um, I'm not saying scrimmaging, but hard practices, they saw the points against the rush defense go up. But when they started practicing them harder, that number tended to go down. Activity. Look at the inactivity. Two games in 30 days? I don't know. Two days, two games in 30 days. They're the worst tackling defense in the league. You're giving up gaping run gaps. You're not filling your gaps. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay? Do you think it's the lack of production? I, I, I would say this. Not so much production, but activity. This team hasn't played a lot of football. This team hasn't played a lot of football. Okay, in the last month. I'm going to take a timeout now because I've got to get to Warren Moon here. He's in, he's in the car. So, Xander, I'm going to take a timeout. I'm going to figure it out right now. Let's see if we can get him on right now. I'm going to check it out with him right now. So please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Xander, let's see if we could take a break here. And I'd like to take a break here and see if I can uh, talk with uh, with um, Warren Moon, okay? <laughs> Live TV. Xander, let's take a break. Let's take a break, Xander. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean.
At Salus University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Welcome back, National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Stills. No, 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 no. Xander listens to one other dude in Philly, I'm not going to say who, and Big Sills. Don't ever worry about that. Warren Moon, by the way, had to take his kid to the doctor, so he'll be with us at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Um, he'll be with us at 4 p.m. Eastern time, so that'll be at the top of the hour. So we'll talk to the legendary Hall of Famer himself. We'll get his thoughts on Jalen. We'll get his thoughts on the way Geno's played. Some of the shots that have been ping-ponging back and forth between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. We'll get his thoughts on that and some of the games that have been significant so far this year and get his thoughts on the Eagles. So we'll talk to him. That'll be again at the top of the hour. That'll be 5 o'clock Eastern time um, to uh, talk with him a little bit there too. So, yeah, 5 o'clock. Thank you very much, Music. Big seals and adding. Not, ne never plugs in well. All right. Well, so then I want to look at week 11 of the NFL then because we're going to have Bill Romanowski also at 5.30 Eastern time in hour number three. So we'll, we'll, we'll work it all out there. Live television here. So Warren Moon at the top of the hour, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Tennessee Green Bay. Um, that's going to be a really interesting ball game. Tennessee's playing great football without AJ. I know. I, I, I love those tweets that people in Philly were throwing at Tennessee. You guys, he's got more passing yards than the entire wide receiving core in Tennessee. Yeah, they're six and three. I don't know. They're in the three hole in the AFC right now. Could end up being either one or two by the end of the year again. Why is that? What, what separates Tennessee? Is it the greatness of Ryan Tannehill? Or is it the fact that they run the ball? Hello, Philly. Stop pretending who you're not. You're not a passing attack. You're a running attack. Act like it. We're going to drop back and we're going to try to beat the commanders. Hey, you got your head stuffed in. Got your head. Look, 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 look at 9-1. 8-1, baby. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I think you're going to drop a couple more now. Goddard being out? You got two more L's on the on the horizon. At minimum. You still think you're winning the NFC East? I think it's gonna be a nice little I think it's gonna be a very see, this is funny because Xander said this. It's been kind of boring for the Eagles. Oh, this thing just got livened up. Oh. This thing got livened up. Mm. Yes, sir. Eight and one, eight and one. There's another eight and one team too. Yeah, interesting. This is going to be very interesting as we make this stretch run. You guys can't stop the run. You've lost significant players. 
You're not really a passing attack. Your number three guy now has to step up, and he's not been anything in a month. 18 catches, 128. Tyreek Hill does that on every given Sunday. 18 catches, 128. Justin Jefferson does that every weekend. Mm, Dallas loss is huge, man. Okay. Baldinger said that Linville's the best DT that they could have signed. Hey, this is what I would make sure you 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 tell Linville, is it? Make sure you tell that guy, hey, listen. Um, lights out at 9.30 at the old folks' home. And make sure you understand that, you know, you can't put your teeth anywhere. And you've got to, like, you know, I mean, you know, the, we've got other elderly folks here in the defense. So just be careful. <laughs> oh, man. Signed a 40-year-old guy. Congratulations. That ought to help. Tennessee, Green Bay, that'll be interesting. Chicago at Atlanta. Let me ask Xander this. Hey, Xander, you liking Justin Fields? Linville just tweeted, he's stopping all that running the ball. God, I love this. This is so great. Best record because we beat the Vikings. Don't worry about it, kid. I'll be here to I'll be here to console you in a, a couple games. I'll be here to console you. How you liking Justin Fields, homeboy? Hell yeah, Fields looking good. Needs a little time for the game to slow down. He could use an O line. We shall see, man. Don't the Eagles play him too? Woo! Dan is a complete heel. <laughs> Come on, man. I love you guys. Don't talk to me so mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I tell you what. I know you guys are going to miss Angelo, but you all can come over here. It's all good. Sorry about the y'all. That's kind of worn off on me from my redneck wife. So I, 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 I apologize for that. You know, she is from Texas, so. Sometimes some of that redneck stuff kind of like rubs off on me a little. Fixing in y'all. <laughs> it's not part of my dialogue. <laughs> hey, look, folks on a hill. I'm like, what's that? What are you talking about, folks? My daughter looks at me and goes, dad, folks on a hill. And I go, I don't know. <laughs> folks on a hill. <laughs> uh, uh. That thing's as hot as a grease pole on a hot summer day. I go, Kim, who are you talking to? <laughs> um, Texas boy, shut your ass up. Well, let me tell you something, 85. There's one thing for sure, man. Okay? In Texas, all the women are good looking. You work where? At a Walmart? You're not on a runway? Holy cow. <laughs> hey, when I went to Dallas... I was when I went when I went and played for the Cowboys. I was really you work where? Holy cow! <laughs> um, 
you are going to get, oh, I, that's why I said it low, Steve. And if you noticed, I didn't say it loud. Say it loud. Are you kidding me? Be eating soup tonight. <laughs> uh, gotta eat, you know, she's got ears, you know. She hears everything. What'd you say? Don't talk about me. My wife don't like the front stuff. She likes it. My wife don't like the front stuff. She likes it in her ear. <laughs> She's more behind the scenes. <laughs> Carolina at Baltimore. Um, Baltimore's got to win games. They got to keep winning, man, to stay pace with what Kansas. I think Baltimore probably end up winning the number two seed. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think they'll probably end up the two seed, but. Um, Tennessee still right there, man. Cleveland at Buffalo. Do you know that uh, Deshaun Watson's now practicing? And he's in the building now. And the first week, and he's practicing with the team actually too. So the first week that he's eligible against the Texans, of course, he's going to be ready to rock. Buffalo writes the ship here and gets it done. Soup now for sure, you think? I'll give you guys an update on my Twitter. Soup it is. <laughs> And I've got to make my own chicken noodle, probably. Uh, Detroit at DiGigantes. How about Dan Campbell, man? Mr. Ankle Eater. Mr. Ankle Eater getting it done, right? I ain't going to eat your ankles. And, you know, we're going to go in there. I think they won two in a row, right? The Giants. Dude, are you buying the Giants? Dan, Brian Dable has done such a great job with Daniel Jones. He is getting the most out of that guy. Don't you agree? Brian Dable is a slam dunk NFL coach of the year. I mean, I can't, I, I thought, that, you know, I know, look, I know Pete, what Pete Carroll's doing too. I think it's Pete. Look, I think Nick's in it. I think Nick, Pete, Brian Dable. Shit, man, the guy with the Jets maybe too. I don't know, man. Mike, buying the Giants, I mean, surely the quarterback is going to be asked to have to win a game, right? He's going to have to win a game. Look at JM. 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 Let Big Sills help you out on something. What's Sirianni's nationality? JM. What's what what's Sirianni's nationality? Oh, come on. We defend our own. <laughs> Saquon's good. Okay. AJ Brown has a brute. <laughs> Maniac, that very nice. You made me read a little bit of it, and now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Marcos, he's Italiano. Remember this, Marcos. If he's a brother or if he's Italian, we're related. <laughs> we're, we're related. Somehow, we're related. Or if he's Latin, we're, we're, we're related. Moses Malone could be my cousin, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. 
The Raiders. Do you fire Josh? Oh, my God. I got a great one for you here. Raiders at New Orleans. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. Please keep losing New Orleans. Do you bring Josh McDaniel back? Let me ask you this. Do you bring Josh McDaniel and Derek Carr back? Or do you let Derek Carr's not the problem? And he's not the problem. He's not the problem in Las Vegas. But there's talk of letting him walk. Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. What if Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl? Or he gets there. You're going to let Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo walk as free agents. I'll tell you something about that whole thing, too. Let's take a look at that for a second on quarterbacks that have changed zip codes. How's the Russell Wilson thing working? Good or bad? Who else changed? Who else changed zip codes? How, how's Matt Ryan doing in Indy? How's Carson Wentz doing in Washington? Guy just lost his gig. Who else, who, who else made a move? All these guys that have made these moves to go to different teams. I mean, has it really worked out? Not really. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Carolina. How's that worked? I don't know about I don't know about signing free agent quarterbacks, right? I'm just saying. I mean, Mariota looks. Hey, Marcus Mariota ain't the future in Atlanta. Andy Dalton. I mean, look at these guys that made all the moves. Not really. It was, it's not quite Stafford and Brady, isn't it? Jets in New England. This will be an interesting game. I got. I, I don't know, man. That that that's going to be an important game for the Jets. They got a big win on their schedule. Um, Jets in New England. It's in Foxborough. That's going to be interesting to watch. Washington at Houston. Holy cow. What if, hey, how about this? What if Washington wins and they go to five and four on the season? Holy cow. They go to five and four on the season and they're back in the mix to be a playoff team. Could you possibly have, you couldn't have the whole division go in the playoffs. Can you, has that ever happened? I, I can't believe how well the NFC East is playing. They're going to get a win. The commanders are going to go five and four in a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Has a division ever sent all four? I don't think they've ever done that. I, I don't know if you can. Can you? Mike, they're going to go to six and five. That's right. They'll go to six and five on the season. Wow. Dude, Washington, they got a pretty easy stretch run too. Can you imagine? You could have the you're gonna have the Eagles. I don't know. You may I don't know, man. I, I I still not with the Giants yet, but you're gonna get the Cowboys. They're gonna go. Could the could Washington make it a foursome? That's some division. Only division in pro football that has franchises that have won Super Bowls with all the teams in the division. That's pretty incredible itself. Las Vegas at Denver, man, Russell, there's another one. Russell Wilson has been a failure. He's been a colossal failure. 
Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati keeps winning. You know, Joe Burrow and that Bengal team started out 0-2. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're 5-4. So they go to 6-4 on the season. This is after starting 0-2. Joe Burrow's a good football player. How about this Dallas-Minnesota game? Hey, 29 million people watch the Cowboys play the shitty Packers. Fox said it's the largest game watched of the year. You'll wait until Christmas Eve. If Dallas and Dallas doesn't really have to win a lot of games, but if the Eagles only have one loss on Christmas Eve, that thing will, that thing will have 50 million people watch it. Christmas Eve. Cowboys and Eagles. And the Eagles are like with one loss. Holy cow. That thing will have 50 million people watching it. I'm, I mean, it's, it's at AT&T. Uh, yeah, it'd be at AT&T in Dallas. Man. That, dude. And by the way, get ready for this, Eagle fans. Some of your games that you're going to, I guarantee you that Giants game, when you play the Giants, Xander, I'll bet you anything, get ready for long nights because you're going to have a, quite a few flex games down the stretch. There'll be some flexed football games down the stretch here for NBC Sunday Night Football. Giants, um, depending on what the Bears do, you're going to see some flex games down the stretch here for the Eagles. So there'll be some Sunday Night Ball games too. Three wild card teams, so yes, four can go. Marina, I, I that's crazy if they could get that because look, you know this, nobody else is coming out of the NFC South. One team, um, it depends on what Green Bay does, but I see only one team right now coming out of the NFC North, out West. One team, right? Seattle. And if Washington continues to win, Dallas continues to win, Eagles, Cowboys, you could have four teams out of the East. And the rest would beat division winners out of the rest of the divisions. West will have two. 49ers. You think the Seahawks? We're going to talk at the top of the hour. Here in a couple, couple minutes here. With Warren Moon, San Francisco and Seattle. I can't wait to talk to Warren about Jalen. Seriously. By the way, also, if we have time, because Romanowski is going to join us at 5.30 Eastern too. Um, We've got the top 10 when it comes to the draft order right now. And I want to hit on that a little bit too in that hour as well. So we're going to talk to Warren here in a couple seconds here. Dallas and Minnesota. Dude, if Dallas beats, I mean, if Minnesota beats the Cowboys and Buffalo and back-to-back and go to 9-1 and one on the year, whew, you got to look at Kirk Cousins for an MVP candidate. 9-1? and one? They got a signet. Look, and their loss doesn't look as bad now because it's against an Eagle team that's pretty good. They didn't lose to some four-loss team. Kansas City and the Chargers. The Chargers now are getting back, supposedly Keenan Allen this week. 
and also Mike Williams. So that's going to that's going to be another one. And then on Monday night, get this these these games are really looking very important as we go into week 11 here. San Francisco at Arizona. Okay? San Francisco at Arizona. So, hey, hey, Xander, I want to take a timeout because I'm going to get Warren Moon here um, at the top of the hour. So I want to get a timeout. Then what we'll do is we'll take another break as we get into the 5 o'clock Eastern hour because we have Romanowski at 5.30 Eastern as well. So let's take that timeout now. Please hit the like button. Warren Moon, NFL Hall of Famer coming up. We'll talk to him about a boatload of things. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu.
Sills, Hour 3 National Football Show. Appreciate it. We're going to catch up here in a couple seconds here with legendary Hall of Famer Warren Moon. Then at the bottom of the hour, 5.30 Eastern time, we're going to talk to former Eagle and four-time Super Bowl champion Bill Romanowski. We'll get his comments on a whole boatload of stuff. San Francisco, we'll talk to him a little bit about also what's going on in Denver. And I'll ask him a little bit about defense and Jonathan Gannon and what he's trying. How would you fix the Eagle defense when you're talking about run stopping? Talk about a guy who's won four Super Bowls, Nutrition 52, is one of our dearest friends, another Connecticut guy. I've known Bill for a long time. We'll talk to him. That'll be at the 530 mark. So real soon here, we're going to talk to our friend Warren Moon. We'll get your thoughts here. I wanted to, I want to get to this before we get Moon on. Here is the 2023 NFL draft order. As we're looking right now from 10 up, Steelers got 10. The Texans have the ninth pick from the Browns for the Deshaun Watson trade, part of the package that they sent them. The Lions right now are at number eight. It's from the Rams-Stafford deal. Number seven, Seahawks. That's Denver with Russell Wilson. Look at, look at, look at Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's kind of in the same position here that the Eagles are in a little bit, right? They get the Denver pick. They're playing good ball. They potentially have a playoff team. We'll talk to Warren about this. How about that, man? They're sitting at the seven hole right now with Denver's pick. Denver keeps tanking. You got an opportunity to see the Seahawks and the Eagles maybe in the top five picks. The Bears are sitting at six. Bears need offensive line. That's what I would do. Five, Jacksonville. Get some more help for um, Trevor Lawrence. There's the Eagles at four. The Eagles are sitting now at the fourth pick. And who do they, who do they play, New Orleans? They play the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win that game. So the Rams win that game, and they beat New Orleans. Carolina's ahead of them. I don't think Carolina's trying to win any ball games. I'm not sure what the Raiders are trying to do. Josh McDaniel's got to be trying to save his job right now. Um, Eagles are sitting at four. Dude, there's a boatload of ways they can go. We'll talk about that in a minute. Carolina's at three. The Raiders are at two. And the Houston Texans are at one. Obviously going quarterback. And in my opinion, they'll probably end up taking Bryce Young. Bryce Young will go to the Texans. And... They're not going to take – I don't believe they take C.J. Stroud. I Probably Carolina ends up taking C.J. Stroud. So that would mean this. Will Anderson, does he go to the Raiders at two? Or do the Raiders move off Derek Carr and draft a quarterback and take C.J. Stroud at two? Move Carr and get draft picks for him. Carr could command – Carr, there'll be a market for Derek Carr. He's not the problem in Las Vegas. He's not the problem. So, again here, um, look look at Seattle where they are right now. Seattle's at number seven in the draft order here. And, I mean, you're kind of like the Eagles. The Eagles are sitting at four. They're eight and one. Boy, I'll tell you something. That's been some season for Pete Carroll and the Seahawks here. 
And I, I can't wait to talk to Warren Moon on this. Don't forget, Bill Romanowski also at the bottom of the hour at 5.30 Eastern time. Let's bring in the Hall of Famer now, our dear friend Warren Moon. And Warren, I, first before we start with uh, with Jalen Hurts here, what's the, what's been what's been the change with Geno Smith and why are why are we seeing so much production from Geno Smith in this system where people had this guy dead to rights, Warren? I mean, all of a sudden now they're talking small term and extension with him now. Give me your spin on him. I'm not hearing you, Danny. Oh, you're not? Okay. Um let's see if, let's see if we can um fix that here. See if we can get the um the volume up here. Let's try it again here. See if we can get the volume up here. Um, hopefully we can get the volume going here with Warren. Uh, like I said, Bill Romanowski, bottom of the hour here too. So hopefully we're able to get this here. Let's see if we can um, see if he's muted. Let's try Warren again here. See if we can do it here, Xander. Okay, we're going to reset. We're going to reboot it. Geno Smith has been one of the biggest surprises um, of the year, it's been one of the biggest surprises, and it just shows you what great coaching can do. Look, I'll tell you what: what they're doing. Xander and I were talking about this with Justin Fields. Look at what Matt Eberflus is doing. They've decided to do something that they're doing in Philadelphia: run the ball. Okay, run the ball, and that's how they're coaching Justin Fields right now. So let's see if we can connect here with our friend Warren Moon. Warren, can you hear us? I can hear you. Yeah, it's low, but I can hear you. Fantastic. I'll move up to the mic there. <laughs> can you hear us though? You're all good? Good? You're not You're not totally clear, but you're good enough. I, I'll understand you. Can you understand okay. me? I can totally hear you clear as hell. Let me throw this at you, Warren. It's kind what of has delay. been the turnaround with Gino? Warren, what's been the turnaround with Gino? Say that again. What's been the turnaround with Gino? Well, I think he's just been, um, you know, in the league for nine years now. He's been around a lot of really good quarterbacks. Um, he spent time with Russell Wilson. He spent time with Eli Manning. He spent time with Phillip Rivers. And I think he just learned a lot of uh, things about being a pro, what it takes to study, what it takes to get ready for an opponent. And I think he's applied all those things now that he got his next opportunity here in Seattle. So, um, you know, Pete really believes in him. He watched him for the last couple of years as a backup to Russell. He did a good job last year when Russell hurt his thumb and, and, and they won some football games. So I, I think they've seen him over the last couple of years, how he prepares and everything. And then, he, he's always had athletic ability. That, that's never been a question. That's why he was a high-round draft pick. Just really wasn't mature enough at the time when he took over for the Jets when he first came in the league. But now he's getting a separate second opportunity, and he's, he's making the most out of it. Warren, do you think they go and give him a short-term extension? Do you think they give him a short-term extension? I think they are. I think uh, if he continues to play the way he's playing right now, that I could see him getting an extension, maybe not a long one, maybe two or three years. But, 
you know, just because of his age and everything, I think they'll, they'll definitely give him an, an extension. And uh, like I said, if he keeps playing the way he's playing right now, he has a chance to make the Pro Bowl. I think he's a NFC a Pro Bowl quarterback right now, unless, you know, the, the roof, you know, falls in over this last part of the season. He's playing some really good football. So he deserves to get an extension if he keep, continues to keep playing the way he is. Do you think Pete Carroll – have you been surprised – Warren, with the way that Pete Carroll has really turned and really turned this thing into a more positive situation after the Russell Wilson uh, exit, have you been surprised? You asked about Pete? Yes. Have you been surprised with the turnaround with Pete? Well, I think he, Pete's done a great job, him and John Snyder, of drafting a lot of good young players that are going to be around this program for, for a long time. He's got two bookend tackles that are both rookies that, you know, these two guys could be with them for the next 10, 12 years. Um, they've done it on every level in the uh, on the defensive side, defensive line, defensive uh, the backfield, two corners that are really good, the, the, the type of corners that they like to play, nice, long, lean guys. Um, and then they've got the running back in Walker in the backfield. So they've done a really good job of drafting, and uh, they've got some really good players set for the future, and they've got a lot of draft picks based off of the the Russell Wilson trade that, that everybody thought they were going to have to go and, and spend those on a quarterback. Now they might not have to do that because of Geno Smith being there. They can use those those picks on other positions just to fortify this football team. So they're in really good position for the next four or five years. Absolutely. Um, I want to take you over to Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. Warren, have you been surprised with the advancement of Jalen Hurts and his ability? Have you been surprised? Man, I am not understanding you, Danny. It's a bad connection with you. Can you hear me good when I talk? I, I totally can. I can I yes, I can hear you great. Uh Jalen Hurts and his progress have you been surprised have you been surprised with his progress whose progress Jalen Hurts's Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts yes I um I am really impressed with Jalen I've always been impressed with him since he was at Alabama you know I watched him uh, play there and he, he went through his ups and downs there um, you know a guy that went to a national championship and then got benched in another national championship game went on to Oklahoma and did very well was a Heisman Trophy finalist and now he's getting his opportunity in Philadelphia and he's just worked his tail off he's just stayed quiet kept his head down didn't listen to any of the critics and he just continues to keep getting better and and what I like what Philadelphia has done is they've put in an offense that takes advantage of his skills and they're not trying to force him to do something that he's not able to do so they're getting the most out of him because they're doing the things that he does best and uh, he's a great leader and he's shown that at, at every level that he's played the game and he's a great leader for this uh, Philadelphia team even though he's still a young quarterback Warren I'm going to ask you one more question because of our connection issues here do you think Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback? Say that Do one more time. Do you think Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback? One more time. <laughs> okay, last time here. 
Do you think Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback? Is who a franchise quarterback? Jalen. Jalen? Yes. No question about it. I mean, he's already showing that. I mean, he took his team to a playoffs last year. Uh, they they have the best record in the league at 8-1 and one right now. They were just undefeated for halfway through the season. And he's been the catalyst of all of that. And um, he's another guy that's probably going to be in the Pro Bowl at the end of this season if he keeps playing the way he is. So he only keeps getting better. Uh, I think they can see his work ethic every day in that building, uh, that he's getting the results on the field. So there's no reason why he's not a a franchise quarterback, and they'll probably get ready to extend him pretty soon. Absolutely. Warren, we're going to go. The great thing about him right now is you don't have to extend him because he's on a rookie deal, and you can continue to keep building your football team until you actually have to pay him the, the big extension. Thank you, Warren. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Warren. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it, Warren. Sorry about the connection. That may have been the best interview I've ever done. (laughs) That may have been the best interview I've ever had on Jacob Media there. I don't know. But, I mean, (laughs) that may have been the best one I've ever had. Let's reset this thing here, man. Hopefully Romanowski gives us as many laughs as that one was just now. I apologize for the Warren Moon stuff. Dude, I don't know why I was yelling. It wasn't me. It's him. Sills yells at us. <laughs> Won't speak loud enough for Warren. <laughs> then start writing your questions out and putting them up. That I, You know what? I, I thought I was going to call him. Hey, Warren. <laughs> hey, hey, sports had to be the best. That was my best interview I've ever had. Okay? Best interview I've ever had right there, man. Ask Krause to hook up with Comcast Business. Are you kidding? (laughs) That means extra scratch. I I do have a bitch, though, with the Krauses. Okay? I do have a bitch here. Um, I'm finding out now that uh, D-Gun and Everybody over at Oceans, man, they got a green room. These guys are eating shrimp caviar, and these guys are having, like, filet mignon, and, you know, they're they're overlooking the ocean side. Me and Bear can't even get a T-shirt. I mean, they got, they got a green room. They got sandwiches. They got shrimp, lobster. Holy cow. You kidding me, man? I can't even get a hat. I, I can't even get a hat. <laughs> Tell the folks you bailed on us. We're invited. <laughs> See, Xander goes like this. Now tell the truth. <laughs> you know, what do you mean I bail? I wouldn't call it bailing. Dude, these guys eat like, like filet mignon and like crepe Suzette's. I mean, you know, you know, you know what, you know what, Mike Missinelli. And D-Gun, they're drinking out of, like, uh, martini glasses. And they're all waiting there. They got diamond commercial spots. Big Sills is here grinding it out. I'm a grinder. Everyone else is the caviar. I'm not a caviar guy. I'm more of a hamburger guy. These guys are sitting around. I mean, God, D-Gun is – even Barrett's like, damn, I can't even get White Castle what I'm doing. The Krause's manager, I can't even get a T-shirt. 
what's his name too? Uh, Rob. He's got shirts and hats and shit. And D Gun's eating, staying at oceans. Uh, got a got a got an ocean view. I'm in the Dan Cave. Look at look at Jeff. Hey Jeff, that's what my wife says. Boo! Don't bitch about your job, you jackass. They're looking out for your figure still. So. <laughs> uh, really, are they? Sills, Pete Carroll must like West Virginia players. Geno Smith, Bruce Irvin. I'll tell you what, that's got to be one of the great storylines. It really does. It's got to be one of the great storylines this year. Okay? Sills working out of his daughter's rugby trophy room. My daughter won't let me put her stuff up. It's crazy. She won't let me put it up. I want to put everything up. I'll take all my... I, I promise you. Well, maybe not the rings. But I'll take all that shit down and put her shit up. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want anybody to see my stuff. I don't because you know why my daughter doesn't hey Xander, you guys will love this. You know why my daughter doesn't want to put anything of her stuff up? Dad, people hate you. <laughs> my 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 daughter says this. She goes, Dad, people hate you. <laughs> I don't want I don't I don't I don't want to be a dude, dad, they hate you. Every time I go on your social media platforms. People hate you, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, why? She she goes, Dad, it's the way you talk. I go, you know, Xander said that to me the other day. She goes, yeah, Dad, because you use words like never and done and suck. And I mean, she's like, Dad, you use these words that people hate. Like Trump. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, our country... Is going to be great again. It's going to be great one more time. Never will we go back to that again. <laughs> oh my God. I never thought about it though. My dad goes, my wife, my, my, my wife and my kid go, dad, they hate you. But they listen. They go, yeah, they listen because you're obnoxious. I'm not obnoxious. She's like, Dad, you're the most obnoxious human being I know. <laughs> and my aunt says it. No, my, my daughter wants nothing. Hey, do you want me to call? No, Dad, please don't call anybody. <laughs> Holy. We don't have to worry about Gina anymore. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. Okay. Kung Yung Hung Yang. We don't have to worry about him shooting missiles off. No worries. I'm, I'm watching this thing last night going, holy cow. He's pissing half the world off. <laughs> uh, dude, hey, Birdman. Big Seals haters on Twitter, you think? Yeah. Say, wait a minute. I did not talk about Jalen Hurts in a bad way yesterday at all. But a couple people went out there and started throwing like racist stuff out of me. It doesn't bother me anymore. I don't care. I swear to you. You don't see me. You know, if I have a couple Coronas, Xander will go like this to me. Sills, come on. Right? Why? <laughs> and, and he's right. He's he's totally right. He'll go, Sills, these people are nobodies. I usually have an egg, no face, no nothing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Hasn't happened in a while. So, but yesterday someone's going, all he does is bash on Jalen. I didn't bash Jalen once. It's just the perception. Jalen Hurts didn't cost that team that loss the other night. He did not. 
Okay? Yeah, Micah Parsons hates me too. He hates me when I bring up the fact that he's on the defense that gives up over 200 yards rushing. Okay? I, I did not meet Suzaki, but I, I, I knew um, I knew what's the guy who owned uh, uh, New Japan? Antonio Inoki. I knew him. I knew Antonio Inoki. We love you, Big Sales. Look at dude, dude, look at sports there. He gives me as much shit as anybody on this platform. Every day. And that's cool of you, dude. That's cool of you. Thank you very much. Sports, thank you. Dude, you watch this. You give me more shit than anybody on here, or as much as anybody on here. And um, yeah. Thank you. Means a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, some people, they they just don't know. Let me reset everything here till we get Bill Romanowski at the bottom of the hour here. Um, Hopefully, he has a better microphone. He'll probably use his phone, so it'll probably be better here. Who's the DT they signed? Um, I, I, I don't know what he's going to bring to the mix. You know, he signed a guy off the street. He didn't play last year. He comes off a football team and the Chargers that were not very good against the run last year. I don't know. And as we started out, the Eagles are 20th against the run right now. They're number two against the pass. What do those two stats tell you about the Eagle defense as we're in now to week nine of the season? What does that tell you? 20th against the run and number two against the pass. What does it tell you? about your defense. What does it tell you? The numbers that you see with the limited amount of points that are being put up and the limited amount of yardage through the air that's being put up, so what your number two really means nothing because you haven't really played a quarterback. Look at the guys that you've played in the last consecutive weeks. Who was the quarterback in Pittsburgh you played? The rookie kid, right? Kenny Pickett. So you played against a rookie quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Then you turn around, you play David Mills. Now you're going to play, you're going to play Matt Ryan. You just play Tyler Heineke. You're not going to see prolific numbers in the passing game. You're just not. So if you're number two, I don't know, you haven't really played anybody. So that number two ranking in pass defense, that number is going to be good especially when you're getting killed on the run. I don't have to, if I don't have to throw the ball against the Philadelphia defense, why would I? The numbers that we threw out in hour 1, 124, 134, 144, 168, 152. These are in the last 5 weeks. The last 5 weeks of the season. Now, I'll tell you what, the new kid they bringing in, maybe he's got fresh legs because the two defensive tackles that you have right now can't stop the run. And the problem with that is that they can't stop the run? Dude, you're paying them combined almost $30 million. Again, we, we're, we're looking at, again, you guys keep telling me Howie Roseman's made a lot of great 
now that we're getting into the mid part of the season, let me ask you this again, because I asked you this three weeks ago. I'm going to ask you again here on it. How do you think Howie Roseman, give me a letter grade on what you think Howie Roseman's signing of free agents and building that defense has been so far this year. Give me, give me a, give me a letter grade. After nine weeks, knowing that we got a tough stretch coming up and you're starting to see a little bit of an identity. Plus with the defensive coordinator that you have, tell me what you think, how his job has been and how he's built that defense. A minus a, you can't stop the run. You're giving that defense an A, a B, A minus. You're kidding me. That's a C plus defense at best. Your corners are really good. Your linebackers are good. Your front seven's not. C-plus is me, man. A? No way. No way. Dude, the most significant move they made. CJ's great. I give you this. He's going to make a ton of money. Okay? He's going to make a ton of money in free agency. He ain't staying in Philly because he ain't going to stay at the safety position. You know why? Safeties don't make as much as corners. And he's going to tell everybody, see, I can play safety if you need, but I'm a corner. He may want to reevaluate that because he's been a hell of a safety this year for them. Jordan Davis being hurt. Man, I'll tell you, 23 plays a game has been that much of a significant part of the run defense. I'll tell you something about Jordan Davis, man. He's not a stat filler at all. He'll never be. That guy's never going to be a stat filler. Okay? I thought he wanted to get paid as a safety because he was a slot corner. Xander, the safeties don't make as much money as a corner. So he would probably want to go out and make that money. However, if I'm his agent and I'm his team, Try to get them. Look at what Jamal Adams got. I mean, look at what Seattle did. Seattle, I think they traded a couple first. I think they may have even traded three first rounders for the guy with the Jets. He ain't that good. He ain't that good. He's going to make 17. I think the franchise tag is 17 7 for corners. Safeties, it's not that high. Okay. Now he's gone. He's not going to stay. Why would he stay? You're not going to pay him. And and by the way, Darius Slay's deals up in 2023. He's going to be 32 years old at the top of the at the top of the calendar year here in a couple weeks. Are you going to pay 18 million dollars to a 32, 33 year old corner? I don't know. You think Howie just is going to throw 18 million dollars out to Darius Slay? Interesting to see. And then turn around and play Bradbury. You got a lot of decisions to make. We've been talking about this in the secondary. And you got to fix the most important thing right now, your run defense. 
your run defense has to be addressed. Now, some would say, Sills, it has been. Jordan Davis, okay, fair enough. Well, he's got to play more than 20 plays. He's got to play more than 20 plays a game. Dan, if you had one drive, Bubby Brister or or, or Bubby Brister or Mike Tomzak. <laughs> two dirt, two turd quarterbacks. Sills, how many yards does Cousins throw on Dallas? See, to me, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm running Dalvin Cook at them. Why would I go into the teeth of the lion? Why would I do that when I could shoot him from 30 yards away with a with a rifle? Why would I do that? Make my life simpler. I don't want to go at the lion with a knife. I want to shoot him with a rifle because I don't want to get hurt. Run the you got Dalvin Cook. I'm running Dalvin Cook right down Dallas's throat. I think the Vikings run the ball for 250 yards on them. I think Dalvin Cook has a big game. Justin Jefferson, I don't want him to have a big game. Why would I give Michael Parsons and Lawrence an opportunity to sack and strip sack Kirk Cousins, which he's known to do? In a game like that, be smart. This is where Mike Zimmer wasn't smart because he would throw the ball. Dude, run Dalvin Cook. The best backs in the NFL, you're facing one of them on Sunday in Jonathan Taylor, okay? But Dalvin Cook is in that conversation with Derrick Henry. He's a hell of a player, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run that guy right at Dallas. The last two weeks, the Cowboys have given up over 200 yards rushing. Bears and Packers, not stalwarts either at running the ball. Okay, not stalwarts. Jefferson's underrated. I don't know how how underrated you could be here. (laughs) JM goes, what's harder to talk to? Your grandmother or Warren Moon? I don't know, man. Sometimes the old guys have a hard time with the connection issues, man. Chris says, Sills, do you think Sirianni reprimands Gannon after the sorry display? No. I don't think he does that. No, I don't. Um, yes, uh, Xander, did you send Bill Romanowski? <laughs> we got it going on today with these guys. Did you send Bill Romanowski um, the link? Can you connect with him, please, for me? Let's see if we can get Bill on here. <laughs> I know, man. I don't know, Xander. Let's see if we can get him on here. I apologize about this, guys. Some days it's like this. Some days, you know. Warren Moon, let's see. Let's see if Bill can hear. It. Let's see if Bill can hear us, man. Hopefully, we can get him on here. So, yeah. Look, I think it's going to be an interesting. I think it's going to be an interesting week eleven of the National Football League. I can promise you, man. Running the ball, stopping the run, it's just not changed. It really hasn't. All right. Without further ado, let's bring in Bill Romanowski. And by the way, I got to tell you this too, brother. Barrett Brooks said to say hi to you. He said, that's my dog, man. I mean, I said, I'm getting Romo on. He goes, dude, I love that guy. So Barrett says hi to you, brother. Uh, He's a good man. He's a good man. 
So, uh, great to be on with you, Dan. Appreciate it. Hey, right out of the right out of the gate here, have you been surprised with the play of Jalen Hurts? I think, uh, you know, pretty blown away. But what they've done, Dan, is they put the pieces around him. They've got a really good defense. They're they're executing at a at a really high level. It's because you got talent. When you have talent, talented football players, they're able to go out and execute for you. They're able to catch the football. They're they're able to run the football and block and and do all those things. So at the end of the day, they put a gr- they put a lot of great pieces around Jalen, and he's executing. And it's great to see. Bill, help me out and tell everybody here. I want to give you some numbers here about the Eagle defense. This is the last five weeks, Bill. 124 yards rushing, 134, 144, 168. And against Washington in the loss, they gave up 152 yards. Is there anything you can do this time of the year to help that number? Because to me, it looks like it's getting worse as the season's going on, is there anything you can do schematically? Because you kind of, you are who you are in your roster. Yeah. You know what, Dan? I mean, it comes down to this. You got to put eight in the box to stop the run. And if you put eight in the box to stop the run and you can't stop the run, you're not going to put a ninth guy in the box. So there's really not a lot you can do. There's one thing about stopping the run, and this is something that George Seifert used to say. He said, I can call the perfect defense for you guys, but you guys have to go out and execute. A group of men on Philly have to decide on defense that they're going to kick some serious butt and start rocking people and get physical up front and stop the run. And right now it's not happening. And if they don't fix it, that's going to hurt them down the stretch here. Absolutely. Bill, I say this to everyone. Playing defense is not a position. It's an attitude. If you don't have the attitude to play it, I don't care what kind of scheme you have, what kind of defensive coordinator you think you have, you got to have people going out there and want to eat. And you got guys out there right now milling around. And, you know, they kind of changed it to a two-gap technique, which means the linebackers like you get all the get all the uh, get fame and slugs like me at the two-gap. Some guys I just don't think have bought into what they're doing there in Philadelphia. I want to take you over now to your 49ers. Bill, I don't want to say this, and you know I don't mean this, but the Trey Lance injury may have been the best thing happened at his football team. And I know it's horrible to say, but at the end of the day, is that not the truth? Dan, it's the, it's the first thing I said, I did a bunch of interviews in the Bay area. And the first thing I said is this might be the best thing that ever happened to the San Francisco 49ers. And they're going to be a better football team with Garoppolo. They're going to execute better. Hey, uh, the the jury's still out on Trey. The jury was still out on Trey Lance. And 
I don't know about you, but what I see in Trey Lance is I see fear in his eyes is what I see. And when you've got a quarterback that has got fear in his eyes, I don't know if you can fix that, Dan. I really don't. And I think, uh, you know, Garoppolo, you know, bringing on Christian McCaffrey, they're getting healthier right now. They're going to be tough to beat down the stretch because they play really good defense and they can run the football. You got to be able to run the football still. I still believe in that. And I think that's, you know, some of these teams that are just think they can pass their way into the playoffs. Hey, they're, they're kidding themselves. You got to be able to be physical up front and win in the running game. And that's going to help you in the passing game. Bill, they're in a really weird place right now, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is 9-29 and as a head coach without Jimmy G. And Jimmy G as a starter is 41-17. and I mean, he goes to another NFC title game, and he goes to another Super Bowl. Are you really going to move off of him in the offseason and give the keys to a guy in training wheels who you and I both – Look like he's got happy feet in the pocket, and I'm with you, man. Guys who have happy feet in the pocket, to me, you have to have courage in the pocket when you're a quarterback. And I don't know if it's a courage thing with him or not, but you see the guys taking off that run out of the pocket? I don't think they have the courage to get hit back there. So you're going to move off him? Yeah. I. You know what? I think if they are really successful this year, and here's what I think it's going to take, Dan. I think it's going to take a Super Bowl victory. Wow. I think I really do. I I think that's what it's going to take for the 49ers winning the Super Bowl and Jimmy G being a big part of that. And if they're able to get over the hump and do that, that will probably be what it is to secure a spot for him. But other than that, hey, he's already been to the Super Bowl and they weren't able to close the deal. So because of that, you know, I think that is, you know, what what made them, you know, go out and leverage a bunch of draft picks and give up part of their future for Trey Lance and I tell you what, I, I wonder if he's a bust. If I'm just saying, if who's gonna, who are they gonna hold accountable? Is it I'm, gonna I'm, be John? Bill, Lynch? I'm with you. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's gonna be John Lynch or Kyle, but I would hate to see, you know, who made that decision. And if it's both of them, you know, both of them might be held accountable, and it might be the end of them in San Francisco. Boy, they gave up a lot of draft capital, too, to get them there. Two more questions on some teams here, and I want to get into some of the stuff that you're doing here in a second, Bill. Um, The addition of Christian McCaffrey means what to Jimmy Garoppolo and to Debo Samuel and to the Niners? I mean, I'm with you, Bill. I think now they're getting healthier, and I think when you get Trey Williams, Trent Williams, uh, Trey Williams on on the field, that kid Warner, too. Boy, I'll tell you what, Bill. That linebacker they have, he is a yeah. ball hawk. I mean, they got a lot of pieces yeah. on that team that could get it done. 
They really do. And, you know, they, hey, they built that team around their defensive line is what they did, Dan. And they do. What Christian is, is another weapon for them. A guy that can catch out of the backfield. A guy that you can motion out of the backfield and get really get active in the passing game. And a guy that can run the football. You know, there's really not much Christian can't do. So it's a nice weapon for them. And as soon as I saw them, you know, make that move for Christian, I texted Christian. I said, get ready. You might be in the Super Bowl this year, you know. So, you know, I I was fortunate I got to play with Christian's dad. So because of that, I know Christian and great kid, works really hard. And, you know, he wanted out of Carolina, and I don't think he could have gone to a better place. Absolutely. Bill, you mentioned the Broncos. Have you been surprised with the lack of production from Russell Wilson being there in Denver? Bill, have you been surprised? Uh, have you been surprised by the lack of production in Denver with Russell Wilson? You know what? Here's what I here's what I see in Russell Wilson. What Russell used to be great at is extending plays and his ability to move around the pocket, get out of the pocket, and because of his speed and quickness, he was able to make a lot of things happen and he would he would you know make these great throws after he got you know out out of the pocket and away from two or three or four pass rushers and what he's not right now is he has lost a step he's not that same guy that he was a couple years ago and because of that he's not able to run away from the defensive lineman the way he used to. And, you know, I mean, they're t- the Broncos are talented at receiver. They've got great players. They've got a running game. they got a good offensive line. But he's not the same guy. And I don't think he's ever been a phenomenal pocket passer. And because of that, I... I think maybe they made a made a really big mistake. Absolutely. Bill, I want to get into two things that you're doing. I want to get into Nutrition 52 here in a second here. But um, Rev Social Network, explain what this is. You're involved with the new um, a social network here. Tell me what this is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just took a position, head of business development in corporate wellness with them. And... You know, because of Nutrition 53 and my involvement there, it's easy to handle corporate wellness. And you know what? I'm, I haven't, I really never big on coming out and talking about politics at all. And I stay away from that. But one thing that I feel strong about, Dan, is being able to speak and have my voice heard and be, and if I'm a Republican or if I'm a Democrat, I want to be able to say what I want to say and not be shut down because of that. 
And that's one thing that Rev Social Network is really big about. And it's it's one of the reasons why I'm involved with them is because they allow you to speak your voice and your word and you're not going to get shut down and they're very secure and you're not going to have, you know, multiple accounts under certain, uh, you know, under certain people. You have to own a cell phone to get an account. And so I really like the security of it and I like the ability that I can speak my voice and have it heard and not be shut down or canceled because of it. So it's 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 a platform that people can go to and within within reason the guardrails aren't where it is and it's not skewed to one demographic either liberal it, or conservative. It's, it's wide open. Yeah, and hey, um you know, I I always I always say to people, you know, fiscally I lean to the right and socially I lean to the left. And that's kind of where, where I'm, where I'm at. And I would love to be, and now I'm able to speak that way and not be shut down and not have issues with nutrition 53 because of that. And I'm excited to join the team there. They're a really great group. And I think we're going to do some amazing things and allow people to speak their voice. I love it there. Hey, Nutrition 53 for the holidays, Bill. It's one of the absolutely best websites. I got a box a long time ago. My cousin lost a ton of weight using it. And it's it's been something that's been very, you know, something that's been something front and center with you because you've always been huge on this stuff. I'll talk about a little bit. You know, I love when I when I hear you talk about it too, Bill, because it's about your passions. And yeah. you know what? That's why this wasn't about making money for you. This was about something that you loved. So talk about Nutrition 53 a little bit. You know, you know, the big thing when I left the league, you know, I wasn't, I was 245 pounds. I wanted to get leaner. You know, I wanted to stay fit. And you do that by eating the right things and starting nutrition 53 our flagship product is lean one which is a fat burning meal replacement and to me it's not about necessarily losing weight it's about losing body fat that's the key thing it's the fat around your organs and around your body that really affects you i want to make people healthier and Nutrition 53 has given me, you know, the vehicle to be able to help people lose weight, help people sleep better, and help them think better with our Lean One Neuro, help them sleep better with our Lean One Sleep. And then our Lean One Fat Burning Meal Replacement allows people to, in a really good tasting way, get leaner and more fit just having a shake a day and i make it taste really good for people so i have this saying losing weight getting lean and fit never tasted so good with lean one when's the last time you had a twinkie bill (laughs) you know 
<laughs> Damn, that is like that's funny you bring that up because I used to love Twinkies when I was. <laughs> I, I I ate Twinkies all the time when I was eight years old, but I think it's probably been. I bet it's been since eighth grade. Eighth <laughs> grade since I've had a Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. Back in New Britain. How about how about a devil dog? Oh my god, I could eat a ah. when I hey, I could eat a box of those things when I was younger. Ah. Now, hey Bill, I oh. eat a I eat a tic tac. I gained 15 pounds. <laughs> you remember ring dings? Love the oh my god, the wheels oh. too, man. Oh, the yeah. ho hos too, those Yankee doodles, man. You put the oh, Yankee yeah. doodles in the milk, you dunk them, man. It's a bad hey Bill, I got you, man. Hey. All the great, all the great success to you, Bill. I mean, uh, you know, I followed your career a long time when you were at BC. I always really admired what you did too. The four Super Bowl championships. You're a Connecticut guy like me too, man. So, thank you so much for doing this, brother. I appreciate it. Happy holiday to you. Great success with Fifty Three and the new Rev Social Network, man. Thank you so much, brother. Okay, thank you, Dan. Take care. You got it, Bill Romanowski. We'll take a quick time out. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean.
At Salus University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Unlike Warren Moon, man. Holy cow. Big Sales National Football Show. I text Frank Reich. I tried to get him on. He's like, come on, man. You know I can't do that right now. And I go, I have a question for you. Are you giving intel to Nick Sirianni for this week's game against the Colts? I know the answer is. Do you think Frank Reich is more loyal to the Colts or to Sirianni? Would you guys like to know? Or should I keep that for tomorrow? Yale, how pissed can you be when you got eight million bucks coming to you? <laughs> Remember that. Remember that, Yale. How pissed can you be when eight million bucks is still owed to you? Yeah, I'm really upset. But here's your check for eight million bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Who so um Here, I'll give you this much. Has Sirianni and Frank been talking? Let me scroll up to Frank Reich. Because I want to get it exactly right. Frank Reich. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, here it is. I, I just want to make sure. Well, here, let me let me delete this one to Xander because he's got some numbers there. Here's who I've talked to today. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Bill Romanowski, and Warren Moon. So, how do I do this? Because I don't want to didn't get to my other super. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we miss it? When I, it must have been during the interview. Xander, if we can bring that one back up again, because we may have missed it for Flex here. Yeah, because I'd like to hold that. Maybe I'm going to hold that till tomorrow. I don't know. See if we can get Flex's um, other super chat up. Edge rushers and cornerbacks is the priority in the first round. This draft, without a doubt, need to get younger on every level of defense with all due respect. Absolutely, man. Your, your linebackers are good enough. You should keep every one of the linebackers. 
Okay, but your edge rushers, Derek Barnett, love you. Goodbye. Uh, both tackles, maybe keep Hardgrave. Uh, Milton Williams, I'm definitely keeping. Uh, the rest of them guys, see ya. <clears throat> I get rid of the whole crew. <clears throat> I get rid of the whole crew. Cornerbacks, the DBs, I'm bringing everybody back if I if I can afford it. Okay, but that whole defense, I get rid of almost the entire front seven. Hey, and 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 can I say this to you guys? Okay, dude, it's week nine. And no Kobe Dean. Come on. Can we say it? I don't know. Not a good first year. You can't get on the field? And you're getting killed on the run? It's not like these linebackers are playing great the last five weeks. Getting killed. You're getting killed on the run, on the ground game. And what do they do in the SEC? They run the ball. And you can't put him on the field at all in any way? Get him reps? Anything? I, I tell you what, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that he's not good enough to play. Steal of the draft could be another Howie flop. It's week nine. And he can't get on the field? Dude, five-star... I know you're not saying anything crazy here, but maybe that, again, why he dropped in the draft, because you know why? You put him next to Hassan Reddick, he looks smaller than Hassan Reddick, and Reddick is undersized. Oh. Frank just texted me back. Look at that. Look at that. Told him I loved him. And I, do you want to know if he's helping the Eagles out? Look at old Frank. He just texted me back. Like, what was that? What is that? Right now. Are you helping the Eagles or the Colts this week? See what he says. I already know. What do you think he's doing? He could be watching. What do you think Frank Reich's doing? Who do you think he's more loyal to? A guy that he's helped become a head coach in the NFL? Or a football team that booted him to the curb and owe him that money whether he owes they owe him that money whether they like him or not. They owe it to him. You're damn right he's helping the Eagles. He's giving them a scouting report. Wow. Would it shock you if he gave Nick Sirianni a play? Wait, Nick Sirianni probably has a playbook. A Colts playbook. He probably has a Colts playbook. But Frank probably gave him the playbook for this year. All the audibles. Hey, dude, seriously. The Colts have to change all their audibles this week. Because Frank probably told them to them. Check with me's, Omaha's, all of that.
defensively too, all the all the all the signals. What you don't think Frank has gone over with Jonathan Gannon what the signals are for the defenses and what they run? If they're going to blitz or not, dude. That's the only thing I need to know because I can watch a film on the rest of the shit. I want to know what your check with me's are. I want to know what your audibles are. I want to know what kind of schemes you play when you're third and long or when you're second and short. I want to know all that shit. Okay? That, to me, is the most important thing that I want to know. Your audibles, check with me's, and situational defensive play calling. Does he like to play call this way? Or that way. Now they got a new offensive coordinator calling plays because Frank used to do a lot of that bullshit. Okay, so they got a new guy in there calling plays. So I'm sure they've switched that stuff up a bit. Yeah, yeah, probably, especially this week because they know the connection between Sirianni. You you clearly had to know that. Yeah, yeah I mean, when you, when, when you fired him, you fired him before you were going to play the Eagles. And if you're Jim Mercer, you knew he was immediately going to get asked questions. You don't think Howie's already talked to him about joining the coaching staff as a consultant? Hey, I'd like to come over and coach with us here. We'll pay a consultant fee. I told you, I wouldn't be shocked if he's in the building already. (laughs) Why wouldn't he give that? Hey, dude, he wants to see his protege. Have great success. Why wouldn't he? Thanks, Frank. I love you, brother. Always boys. Always. Guy delivered a Super Bowl for you guys. I'm friends with. I don't. (laughs) Hey, guys, I appreciate it, man. Sorry about Warren Moon, man. Kind of got a little chaotic there for a little bit, but all good. You guys were awesome today. I appreciate it very much. Please hit the like button. Merrill Reese, we're going to talk to the legendary voice of the Eagles tomorrow. We will also try to get some people from Indianapolis on too. And so we're going to talk to some of the play-by-play people there with them. We'll see what we can dig up here on this Colts team. We'll get ready for this Sunday's game against Indianapolis. Please hit the like button. Thank you so much, Xander. All those interviews will be posted. Yes, I would assume some of the Warren Moon maybe. Okay, would be put up there, but Bill Romanowski for sure. Thank you guys again till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We shall see you on the flip side. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.